Welcome to On The Roadcast, Snacks, Trucks, and Rock and Roll. The quality of these headphones is insanely good. Wow. Amazing. Austrian audio. <laughs> quality is insane. This podcast is sponsored by SAE Institute Vienna. Are you into games, movies, music, marketing, or programming? So are we. That's why we understand, support, and help you so you can turn your passion into a profession. Choose your study field, discover a hands-on study concept, and start your dream of a career in the media industry. Go to www.sae.edu. Welcome back to On The Roadcast. I'm Connie. And I'm Vicky. And our guest today is someone we very much admire. He is an artist. He is a promoter. He has a label. He does... Everything. All the cool things in the world. It's spam. S B A with the two funny dots and an M. <laughs> and Welcome. Yeah, we're super happy you're here. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me. Spam, <laughs> yeah, you're a very beloved friend of ours, if I can say that. If you say it the same way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay, good. He <laughs> can't, can't say no now. We're, we're friends. I actually don't like you. <laughs> I just said yes because of the snacks. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for taking the time to come here uh, of to our podcast studio and talk to us about everything that you're doing. I think you're best known as a graphic designer and a promoter of mm -hmm. Spamfest. You have done the graphics for so many awesome bands. It's mainly punk music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all started with punk rock. Yeah. I have some some other bands I'm doing artwork for, but but mostly punk rock bands, yeah. So what are the like most famous bands that you've done artwork for? Blink-182, Sum-41, uh, No Effects, Me First New Gimme Gimmes, Ruskaya. Ah, Ruskaya. Well, that's quite the, the list. Yeah, Yeah, not Turbo Beer, Goldfinger, uh, I've done so many, Frank Turner, I, I don't know. You yeah. name it. Pretty impressive, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you're pretty well known in the whole punk world, like worldwide, because you're based out of Austria, but... You're basically everywhere. Like wherever you go, you can see spam artwork. Yeah, it's getting better because of all the, the shows we're doing, the festival, the record label. So that's more a package. You I mentioned the label. What are the bands on your label? Tons of bands. Uh, we have we, we did some stuff with Bad Cup, Bad Cup, Ruskaya. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, <laughs> um, Joey K, Pulley, uh, Franz Rump, uh, No Fun at All. Tons of bands. We just started in 2018, but we released around 110 albums so far. Wow. That's all we could do in the pandemic. So the we released. Hurts, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rumperts. we've had Ricky Fizz on our podcast. She's uh, oh, cool. the bassist of the Rumperts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's cool. And you're able to, the, the whole band is awesome. Yeah. Yes, we loved yes. having her, yeah. Yeah, so the label and then there's the festivals, Spam mm -hmm. Fest. And Spam Win. It all started with the artworks. Then I, I thought, let's do some, some shows. That, that's what I love to do to book bands that I'm listening to and, and I love. So... And then the festival happened and uh, it was kind of small at the beginning and then we made it bigger and bigger and it was the first time we did it in Linz with so many people. But it was, was a nightmare because we postponed it four or five times. Mm. It was not that easy, but uh, it's getting bigger and bigger and we're getting more well known because 
first of all, it was just this small bubble yeah, of I this 1,000 people max. And now we had around 4,000 people per day. Yeah, we want to make it bigger with every year. And also, you know, so many great bands. I suppose it's a little bit easier to book all of them because you can just, you know... Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's a little bit easier, themselves. but uh, if the bands are getting bigger, it's much more stressful to mm. book them or to, to get them for your festival because they can play everywhere. Yeah. And we have some, some big festivals in Austria and we want to have not the same lineup that all yeah, this yeah. other yeah. punk festival have. Yeah, I'm always trying to, to start the booking 10 months ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have the exclusive right for yeah, the bands. Yeah, I'm always Austria. trying to yeah. do that, but it always costs a little bit more money. Um, mm-hmm. y- you need to to have them exclusive in Austria. That's right. that's really important just for the headliners because if we have free free shows with this headliner bands in, in, in Austria, nobody no, will take care about it anymore. Yeah. So yeah. When did you start hosting festivals or promoting? I already did some festivals. 20 years ago. Really? Yeah, in, in my hometown, and then one in Passau. Mm-hmm. Where's your hometown? Engelhardszell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a very small town. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's pretty small. It's in the borders of Germany. Nice. Yeah. Oh, fun. Um, we did some some small festivals with four bands there, mm-hmm. and then we had a bigger one in Passau, in Germany. And then we stopped because it's, it was not running smoothly mm-hmm. and we had some other interests and we were pretty young back then. Mm-hmm. And then the first festival I did again after a couple of years, it was 2017, it was the first spam fest. You basically started doing bigger festivals five years ago and now you just said you had 4,000 people per day at spam fest, which mm. is, that's fucking insane if you ask me. It's crazy. Yeah, it gets it's big pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, we, we expected more people, but it was... Um, wasn't it sold out at the last day when we were there? No, it wasn't really sold out. Oh, because people were saying it's sold out. Nah, uh, maybe they couldn't find tickets anywhere. Uh, <laughs> it's always a good rumor. I think. Yeah, it's nah, a rumor. <laughs> it was sold out and it was packed. There were so many people. Nah, it, it was totally packed, out. but it wasn't sold out. It was pretty hard because everyone thought after the pandemic, everyone is going to shows, but... Right. It was not that thing, and it was such an overkill this mm-hmm. year with all these festivals yeah, and shows. Yeah, that's what people we've are, been saying. Yeah. Like this fall, no one goes to shows anymore because mm. people, yeah, money-wise, you know, yeah. everything's right. getting more expensive, yeah. and everyone has seen so many shows this mm. year already. You don't go to kind a of show need a every break. night. Yeah. Mm. We're hoping that yeah. by next year, that when we start touring again, that people are going to show up. But this fall, I think it's better to just stay at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. It was, like I said, we were expecting much more people, but yeah, it was a money thing for, for most of the people because we were the last punk rock festival of the of the season, probably, mm-hmm. and people don't have money. Yeah, anymore. Uh, yeah, for they the, already the first, spent all festival. of it. Um, and so we, we decided to, to do it earlier. Mm-hmm. next year and and also it wasn't about the date it was about we, we don't want to have the same lineup that all the other punk festival mm-hmm. are having in in july and august so we wanted to do it earlier in june then grab some other bands mm-hmm. and get them exclusive and be the first festival so yeah okay so it's gonna be lit spam fest next year yes um there is no location and no lineup out just yet but i think in two days or well the podcast is coming out on tuesday and the day after wednesday you're going to announce the first bands you know 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're going to leave that in. That was yeah. We maybe or maybe not already know the bands because you told us, but we're not going to tell them in the podcast. No, no. I promised we wouldn't. It's all a secret. Yeah, we're going to announce the, f <laughs> the first band wave on, on Wednesday. And yeah, we, we want to have a diverse lineup and more female acts. Mm -hmm. That's that's uh, a goal for us, and we're gonna have 50% diverse and female acts next year. That's so cool. Uh, that's a great goal. I like that. Yeah, you can book us for the, the Frühschoppen. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're just gonna sit there and talk as we and drink <laughs> red wine because we picked that habit yeah. up. Little, little <laughs> side note: Vicky and me have been on uh, in Italy last week, Lake, Lake Garda, Garda for a week, and there was a wine festival, and we read that. Um, a glass of red wine equals an hour of doing sports. So we've been very sporty. Yes, yes. We had so much red <laughs> wine and we're going to keep that habit up. I can I can see a six-pack coming. Yeah, I already feel so much better after drinking that Underneath wine. all the fat from all the snacks in Italy. All the pizza. All the pizza. It was wunderschön. It was a wonderful. It was beautiful. So with the Italian holiday. Holiday. Anyway, so yeah, if you can book us, we're gonna come and have wine and talk. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so we can. Podcast Frühschop. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday um, morning interviewing the drunk hangover stagehands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or the ones that are left at the festival and couldn't find the exit. Something like that. I do have a question. So me as a tour manager, I know a lot of funny hospitality requests bands asking for stuff that you just cannot we just heard a story today about what band was it was it guns, guns and roses guns and roses at nova rock festival they've read about marillen knödel which is an austrian specialty and they came to nova rock and then told the hospitality people that they need to have freshly made marillen knödel so they were like going crazy to find them mm. and feed guns and roses some austrian marillen knödel so stuff like that <laughs> that's always funny has anything ever happened at your festivals the bigger the bands are the bigger is the the hospitality rider but it's Mostly alcohol uh, really? stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, there, there wasn't no big thing. The first festival I did in Timlikam, we, we booked leftover crack. Mm -hmm. and, they wanted um, some leftover crack. <laughs> yeah, they wanted some yeah, cocaine. So like, yeah, no, 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 that wasn't cocaine. Um, they, the singer stepped off the bus and said he needed heroin. What? Otherwise they can't play. Well, and... Yeah. You were like, okay, let me check my purse. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, that was my first festival and I had to deal with such shit in the landslide. Yeah. Um, you can't organize that. And I don't want to organize stuff like that so because it's too dangerous. Um, I think he organized some cocaine, but it was, it was, it was a nightmare because uh, if you know that band, he, you know that they, they're all pretty wasted and mm -hmm. the singer's pretty wasted. He sang one song And then the other songs where the support act stepped on the stage and, and finished their set because he, he always went off the stage, took a line, then he tried to sing one song, get off the stage, did the same again, and it was a nightmare, yeah. What an ordeal. I once heard uh, from another TM, I'm not going to mention any names, but I heard that he had to uh, hide guns and shit like that on the tour bus. Okay. The singer of this one band said, okay, some girls are going to come on the bus. 
And the singer gave him like a few guns and was like, take them apart and put them away. Yeah. Like super crazy shit. I mean, that must have been such a fucked up tour if you have to hide some guns. It was super funny. I know <laughs> I know the name of the band. I'm not really surprised, to be honest. I'm gonna tell you guys later on. But I mean if you know no, it, no you names. know it. It's so no names, no names. But yeah, super funny. Well, heroin is definitely a very odd request. Other stuff that you came across that you were like, what the fuck? Most of the bands are, are really easy and easy to please. Uh, I think that's also maybe the, the whole punk scene. The people are very easygoing. Yeah, yeah. It's We, we never had any any problems so far. So uh, it was everything was, was, was fine for all the bands and they, they loved everything. So uh, at least that's what they said to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, as long as you don't get any uh, any mean emails after <laughs> we this year um, in summer we were at a festival in Austria, big yeah. festival in Austria, mm -hmm. and we, I'm not naming it, but they know it. If you if you hear if this, you, listen, you know it's fuck. you. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck me. We got an email afterwards. Like the the festival was. A horror scenario like vicky was was on the edge of she, she was doing her best but you know insane. you advance and you email beforehand mm -hmm. you talk about the writer and that everything's going to be provided and i talked to people about tech setup about when we set up um what what we need from them what we bring and beforehand you email and it's all figured out and with this festival we got there and everything was different The people were drunk or just a no-show, like the stage manager was a no-show all the time. Mm -hmm. Usually you go there and you say, hi, I'm Connie. Um, we emailed and um, we're here now. Nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. He was just not there. And we were the very last band and finished the set at like two at night. So all the stagehands were gone. No one was there to help us. No one was there to like, even if you had a little question or something, mm -hmm. no one was there. And things were just not as we agreed upon. And then afterwards, Vicky emailed with. I, I got an email from uh, one of my one of my contacts for the festival for advancing a mm -hmm. friend of mine who I went to school with actually, and it was always we worked together last year I think at a festival and this year again, and it's always super smooth sailing with her because yeah we we've known each other for such a long time. And she's super nice. And she said, I hope everything was, was going well. And I said, yeah, you did a great job. Here's just a few things that I yeah, want to give you a heads up about. This and this didn't go super well. Yeah, maybe you want to do it a little different next year. Or I just, or just I like, sugarcoated it that it was a shit show. It was not mm. a mean email. And she just said things were agreed upon. And it just didn't happen as we talked about it beforehand. And we got an email back from that uh, stage manager person <laughs> saying really mean shit about us. Like, really mean. Such, it was so insulting. Such an email. Saying that we're the chaos group number one. <laughs> and that well. <laughs> they all at the festival, they all agreed that, it's, that we are pure chaos. That he doesn't care how people talk to each other within their own, like, touring party. But when he listens to us talking to each other, he wonders... Um, how the band can stand for like love and peace and equality while their crew talks as bad to each other. You know, we're we're making fun. Like mm. we're calling each other weird names and stuff like that, but it's just for fun. And he made it seem like we're 
We it hate was, each other. Yeah, and it was that serious in his eyes. And in fact, it's just like you gotta go f full speed and full throttle and just work and yeah. you're having fun and, and he'd maybe be like, have a stricter tone. And he was like, "How y'all talk to each other is fucked up." And he said, "He ranted like, so hard." There is a, a rider, and which is also a contract, and it says four stage hands. Whatever small venue you get to or big festival, there in the rider it says four stage hands. The festival signs it, the promoter signs it, mm. the band signs it, and there should be four stagehands. There was no stagehands. And then we were like, well, there were no stagehands. And he says, those two cases that you have, are you not even capable of carrying them on your own? And like really mean shit. And we're definitely not going back there. We didn't respond to the email. No. Mm. But that's, that's just... a waste of time. Yeah. So um, that was like the worst experience we had so far with like a local crew, but... I don't know if you ever had that kind of issues because when we were at Spamfest, everything went great and super smooth, but it can be different too. Yeah. yeah, of course. But like I said, we never had real problems with bands. We had some some props with managements mm. be before the shows because they always blow up everything yeah. and the band is kind of nice. So um, <laughs> that that's sometimes an issue. But if you're going to meet the band, it's always easy. It was totally easy with no effects mm -hmm. descendants Dropkick Murphys there was always no no drama and, and things like that so yeah that's cool sometimes it's kind of weird because uh, I, I met Mike Fat Mike mm -hmm. uh, he invited us to the tour bus and he, he opened the door and he had some wolf mask <laughs> over his head and I think he slept in it oh, really yeah that's <laughs> so funny what a crazy guy i, I read the no fx autobiography yeah that book it just blows my mind how these people are still alive <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah <laughs> it, that was a best-selling book i think also yeah. right yeah it was insane it's a, it's on the tour bus on our tour yeah, bus. yeah the, book, the book is still on the bus yeah. um so many it makes us seem like like <laughs> little like sheep is kindergarten yeah for us <laughs> yeah compared to what these guys did or oh, do yeah. still do <laughs> it's crazy i do have one more question what was your favorite band that you ever had at spamfest i was gonna ask the same thing every every band is great if you ask me every band that was at spamfest but what's your favorite what's What was a band that made your dream Mad come Caddies. true Mad as Caddies. a promoter? Just, just for the spam fest or, or at your club own shows? festival? No, whatever you promoted. Roskaya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, to be honest, I'm I'm a huge fan of NoFX. Mm -hmm. They haven't played spam fest yet, um, but we did a club show with them, mm -hmm. 2018. And that was my favorite show because I grew up listening to NoFX mm -hmm. and these are my heroes. And it was such an honor to, to, to do a show with them because they don't play shows like that anymore. It was, right. I think, the smallest. Smelly told me, I think it was the smallest show they did in 20 years. Smelly is the drummer. Do you think it was like a favor to you because you do some of their artwork? Or how did you convince them to do the show? Uh, I, I think so, yeah, yeah. because I'm, I'm pretty... We're friends with Destiny Tour Booking and mm -hmm. I do all the art stuff for them and they're going to book no effects. So, yeah, I think it made it way easier to, to book mm -hmm. them because otherwise you, you don't, you can't book no effects on, on, a, on a weekend. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was crazy. It was so packed. But I was so nervous because if you're going to meet your hero, mm -hmm. you're always going to hope they don't crush your, your childhood yes. memories. Mm -hmm. And 
And then this all starts kind of bad because the management called us, now we need that and we need mm -hmm. these things and they're going to... The knudel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, things like that. And, and then uh, Fat Mike went off the, off the bus and, and went to the backstage room and it was all easy. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no... No hassle. Yeah, and no, no diva behavior and it was really easy and nice. they had a great time and yeah. So I, I mm. cool. they'll come back. Yeah, I hope so. Someday. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be hard because they're gonna break up next year. <gasps> oh. uh, yeah, they're yeah. gonna have their farewell tour next year. They're yeah. going to retire. After yeah, after thirty years the there. For now, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these guys come back. Come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, but uh, they're gonna have their last tour next year because they're mm. gonna turn forty and. I think they're gonna play 40 shows next year. Forty uh, yeah. years? Uh, That's wow. insane. Long time. It's uh, crazy. Have you ever actually, um, when you say they're like your heroes, um, have you ever played an instrument and or guitar, or, like tried to play their songs and guitar stuff like that? I learned drums a bit and I learned guitar a bit, and I was always too lazy to to move <laughs> on, and then I quit, and now I regret that every day. And I think art was the was the thing to get into the scene because mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm too stupid to play an instrument, wow, uh, so so I tried to to art and get in touch with the bands or mm -hmm. the scene. So that was Very my successfully yeah backdoor entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first band you ever did graphics for? Actually, it was Joey Cape from Lagwagon. Okay, and oh well, mm. nice. started off That's with nice. a big one with a banger. Yeah, this was this was some kind of competition. I I get home from a bar and then I saw on Facebook that he's having a competition for a post or a t-shirt art for his tour through Australia. And then I submitted some stuff mm -hmm. and I think he texted me back two days after and said I've won and that was it. But I had his contact mm -hmm. and then I made some stuff for his other bands and I sent it to him and he also liked the artworks as well. So he invited me to, to me first Nicky Mickey Miss in Amsterdam. Oh, nice. I think it was a couple of months later. That's when all this started. I think a year after that, I also did everything for free just for backstage passes or, <laughs> or tickets or merchandise but I think that the show in Amsterdam was the, the breaking point because it was the first time I, I met a band mm -hmm. personally mm -hmm. and I remember we were at a bar already a little bit drunk uh, and then Joey texted me he wants to meet me and he, he picked me up and then said um, he wants to go to the tour bus and drink something and it was in Amsterdam and there was this Krachten Mm -hmm. at, at Melkweg. Oh yeah, the Melkweg in Amsterdam uh, has this little like what is it, little river yeah, yeah. thing. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it was it was already in the night. It was kind of dark and oh, it was in oh. February. Did you fall in? <laughs> yeah. Oh! Uh, and, and there were all these 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 guys walking in front of me like Joey Cape, uh, Jay Bentley from Bad Religion, and uh, the manager of No Effects, and I I didn't wear my glasses uh, and. I always thought, why are they going behind each other and not on the, on the, on the side? And then I just tried to pass them and oh, I fell into the river. No. And but you can swim, right? And it wasn't about swimming because it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really uh, deep. Uh, okay. But I, I think I fall three or four meters. Oh my God. And it was just one meter of water. Oh. And I think I, f I fell on a bike. Oh, no. and That's so... That's so Amsterdam. That's so there was Amsterdam. A bike in the water. Yeah. You and fell into the river on a bike. <laughs> yeah, and it was. I was. Um, 
it was so embarrassing and then I, I couldn't go out of it alone because they it was too deep and then uh, like Joey Cape J Bandland all tried to pull me out the water and it was so cold and I was so ashamed and that makes a great story I think the first things I said I, I'm, I'm not drunk I didn't do drugs and and I was completely wet and it Aww. was so embarrassing because I wanted to meet them. Yeah. It was the first time and then uh, <laughs> they wanted to give me some clothes mm -hmm. uh, but they don't have trousers so I had to be naked with just shirts. <laughs> and It's not suspicious in Amsterdam. You can run around yeah. but as naked. Nobody, nobody questions Nobody asks the question. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I said, now I'm going to go back to the hotel and change my clothes. Um, And then I called a cab and he drove me to the hotel and then this cab driver went totally nuts because he followed me into the hotel and screamed at me because he thought I was pissing in the cab because oh, everything was because wet. So I had to pay around 150 euro or he was calling the police and I What? didn't, I was not pissing in the, in the, in the yeah. cab, it was just, it was just wet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy night. Did you make it back? To the tour bus? Yeah, 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 totally. I was just changing my clothes and then go straight to the to the club. And the rest and of the night was eventless. Yeah, it was cool because the first song they played, uh, Joey K mentioned me on the stage that they should meet me because I just fell in the river. <laughs> um, and then we were out the whole night. It was was kind of fun, yeah. Except for falling into the river in Amsterdam. Is that one of your most precious memories that you have meeting meeting your first band, getting in touch with them? Or is there a memory that you would say is even better? Usually we one? ask about, like, what's your favorite memory on tour, your fav favorite tour story? But with you, it could be, like, the favorite concert story or as a promoter or as just a, a guest. Yeah, I think I think this story kind of sticks out most because after that, everybody... Knew you as the guy who fell in yeah, the Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and then <laughs> I had the chance to talk to everyone, and that's how all this started. Yeah. Because I, we we talked about artworks with all these bands. Because me first, Nicky McGimmis is a is a band with tons of band members from other we bands. We saw them this oh, year oh. on the Flogging Molly cruise and the Salty Dog cruise, and we loved them. They're noodles so funny. Played right? No, no, noodles? no, um, he? no. He played punk rock karaoke. Oh, but right. me first like they were dressed up like this seaman with the little like sailors yeah. i was like if i ever get married i want them to be my, <laughs> my wedding band they're so fucking funny they're so yeah they're great but they're not playing in this original lineup anymore mm -hmm. it's it's just a they're all a mix of, old of gray-haired guys so i wouldn't i couldn't tell them apart anyway <laughs> yeah it was always uh chris from foo fighters mm -hmm. uh, fat mike mm -hmm. joey cape from lagwagon dave ron from lagwagon And the singer Spike, yeah. I don't know who was. I don't. On this I one. don't remember. I don't have very specific memories about the whole cruise. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah. I just know <laughs> that I saw the band and that they were funny as hell, and that I want to book them for my wedding. I want to <laughs> ever get married, <laughs> which is not likely going to happen. But anyway, <laughs> Richard Cheese is going to play at my wedding. <laughs> I love Richard Cheese. If you don't know him, check him out. He's, he does everything in like swingish. And if funny. we ever get married, the Quinto Rocco is gonna play. That's so, yeah, we will get married. 
Det kunde inte råka upp. Bitte, give me your hand and chance. We have to show you this song. It's the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> the worst I, I, pop <laughs> I put it on on the tour bus in Hagi's Schlager Lounge, yeah. uh, which is a new format that we're starting after this podcast. And it's a, a hell of a song. It's yeah, very everyone bad. loved it. I, we played it to my dad last week. And he actually knew it. He knew it. My and nobody ever knows this fucking... It's, it's horrible yeah it's, it's actually horrible. it's the outro of our last episode we put it in the outro um, it's yeah. not even on spotify just on youtube okay. we're gonna send you a link <laughs> yeah please do <laughs> <laughs> there is a vinyl if you ever come across this vinyl somewhere i'm please willing buy it. i'm willing to pay hundreds of euros for this vinyl. <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> post it i'm gonna post it on our on the roadcast instagram page and, and whoever if, finds it yeah whoever finds it will be our hero forever and i'll give you some money for it we'll give you all the snacks yes all the snacks and money um what are your goals for the future do you <laughs> have any goals um, <laughs> what do you want to be when you're grown up <laughs> <laughs> exactly not for honey for um professional journalism <laughs> No, is there anything that you still feel like you have to achieve or when you go to bed at night, do you close your eyes thinking, I've achieved it all. I can die in peace now. Uh, no, definitely <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> we, we have tons of plans because um, we want to make everything bigger. Right now, it's just a festival in Austria, but we have plans to do a festival in the US I'm next in. year. I've got time. I'm yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yes, cool. Yes, yes. I'm working. I'm <laughs> working. Tell, tell us where and when. <laughs> uh, yeah, that the plan is to do to start the first spam fest in the US in, in fall next year. Mm. Then mm. we're probably going to do one in Berlin. Mm. Like uh, there are ideas for a spam edition. Oh, um, awesome. Then we're going to have we're going to open an office in Arizona <gasps> for the spam records really? office. Arizona. These are the next steps. The, the, improve the festival. The make it bigger. The documentary, yeah, we're planning to do a mini-series mm -hmm. out of it. I think the first episode is going to be aired, uh, planned to be aired uh, in March next year. Mm -hmm. That's the things we, we've planned the next the year. The sky's so. the limit. A lot of, yeah, it's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. So personal goals you want to reach? There's also the idea of doing an art show tour through the US. Mm -hmm. we, we planned this for... 2020 i think mm -hmm. the plan was to fly to san francisco and start an art show there then to drive to la have an art show there chicago everywhere mm -hmm. with local bands playing some bars and galleries and we tried to film this mm -hmm. this was the, the first idea for the documentary okay. mm -hmm. but it all fell apart for the pandemic so yeah. i i really want to do that in the next years yeah that sounds really good Oh, so loads of plans, loads of Not really great things to come. Mm. Yeah, I'm always surprised by how busy you guys are because, I mean, we know your office in Linz, like your headquarters, mm. but and that's where you do like art and sell your merch and sell the albums on your label, but then you have all these other things going on. Do you ever sleep? Uh, <laughs> not, not really, <laughs> yeah, because um, I really want to make something out of my, my life or something that I do something I'm, I'm going to be proud of or I want to be remembered. I'm uh, very sure you will, sure you will be. Um, but it's not just for me. It's, uh, I really want to give something back to the scene because mm -hmm. when I grew up, there was this big punk rock scene for all these 90s bands that were blowing up like Green Day and, mm -hmm. and NoFX Rancid. It all died a 
little bit over the last years. Mm -hmm. But my goal is yeah. to make it big again. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. something like that. And I think you're succeeding, at yeah. least like in Austria or in, in this area. When it comes to punk rock, you're one of the big names. For artwork, for the festivals, everything, and everyone knows you. We're getting more well-known here. Um, I think we're, we're maybe more famous in the US right now because mm -hmm. a lot of bands are wearing our caps or, or wearing our t-shirts. Yeah, like and me right now. I'm yeah, <laughs> thanks. I mean, I'm not a band, but I'm wearing it all the time. Mine's uh, in the laundry. Awesome. <laughs> I'm very ashamed. But that means I'm wearing it a lot. Yeah. Because it has yeah. to be washed. I really, really love it. I wash it. Weekly, sorry. That, that other shirt that I have, the fuck sexism mm. with the pink middle finger. Yeah. I really love that one. That's oh, such a cool artwork. Thank People you. ask me about it when I wear it. Like, oh, where's that from? That's cool. Yeah, yeah we have stickers with that artwork and it's, it's always gone after a show. Uh, mm. Yeah. Do you still have time to do artwork? Like, when do you sit down and say, okay, I'm going to do artwork for this and this band now? Or is that something that's more in the background right now because of all the other things that are going on? Just a little bit because I don't have time to do that. Mm -hmm. When when we started this, I was doing artwork all the time. Uh, but now it's it's so much work with the label, with the festival, booking bands, planning stuff for the years, for next years. To be honest, I'm not really interested in doing so much art anymore mm -hmm. because it's it's getting too stressful and I don't want to do every, every artwork because mm -hmm. now I think... The good thing is I can I can pick some art projects now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm I really missing it, but right now I'm just doing the the things that I really like. The cool uh, thing is you're at a point in your career where you can really choose. Yeah. If you have a hundred requests, you can like pick two out of them and do artwork for them. That's yeah, yeah, that's cool. that's true. It's uh, that that that's really cool right now. I I can do stuff for Pennywise if they ask me. If I can do stuff for No Effects, I can do. The new album cover for for Ruskaya now. Are you? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I sent some submissions uh, last week. Yeah, nice. yeah. I'm gonna have a look at it Ooh, yeah. <laughs> with my glasses on. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I can, can do some some stuff for for Marco Pogo for his oh for his presidential election yeah, campaign. Yeah. I saw um, that. Pretty cool. I'm doing tons of art for the festival or mm -hmm. for the label because I'm doing almost every artwork for our bands, mm -hmm. or if they want me to do that, and I'm doing the festival artwork. Mm -hmm. So that's I'm, I'm, if I think about it, I'm still doing tons of art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we got to ask you, because this is a snack podcast also, yes. what's your favorite snack? Chips. What kind? Be more specific. <laughs> uh, I like all kinds of chips, but, but there's always this... Can I, can I name brands? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and then there's... I think there, there's all this... this <laughs> I think naturals mm -hmm. uh, with garlic. Yeah, everything. Yeah, sea salt I will, uh, are pretty good yes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sea salt and pepper. Yeah, I really okay. like those chips. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, these are great mm -hmm. chips. Is it? Is it? Um, what's the British version? Crisps. 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 And in the US, you say chips. 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 Crisps. Chips. We say chips because we, we we're American chips English, not British English. British English. Birmingham. <laughs> I'm still surprised that we understood a word when we were in the UK. I was, I was expecting to be like, what? what, what? Like, it was like what, that what? for the first day. Yeah, but then it talking was like... Talking to the stage guys. Then we sounded like yeah. Brits. Talking for like five minutes explaining stuff to me. And then I said, I'm sorry. I did not understand a single word. <laughs> said, Can you please repeat? Slowly. Okay, so next time we're going to Linz or next time we're going to see you, we're going to bring some 
Naturals. <laughs> Naturals. Nat- <laughs> is that Lawrence? I think it's Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Really Lawrence know. Naturals. Did, 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 we have this great knickknack dispenser from Lawrence. Oh, that's also cool, yeah. It's also um, it's an Austrian snack brand, right? Is it? I, yes. I don't know. Yes. I, don't I think know. Lawrence is an Austrian snack brand, so and they make knickknacks, which are my favorites. Connie <laughs> is full-on in commercial mode. Right now. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> no, really, this is the, the knickknack dispenser is my favorite thing about the studio. She takes it with her every time. Yeah, I, then we when we're done recording the podcast, it's I take empty. it back home so I can snack knickknacks when I watch TV, which I never do, or like watch football games. And then I take it back to the studio. It always travels with me. <laughs> it's always empty when she brings it here. <laughs> and I yeah, refill it. I usually don't eat snacks. I'm just doing this when I drink alcohol. In What's your favorite drink? I smoke when I drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I don't me smoke uh, when I don't drink. Um, right now, um, we had this fanfest meeting at the Grafengut. They're going to serve uh, gin with plump juice mm. and water. Ooh. I fell in love with it. Okay. And I always drink that. Oh, damn. So. It's not for you, Connie, because it's oh. gin, but I'm definitely. Well, you can drink that, that also with vodka. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. I don't drink yeah. gin. I'm childlike when it comes to drinks because I can't. You only drink. I, I don't like red bitter wine things. Like a, like a child. Yeah, that, that, that's amazing. Everybody, everyone I, I showed that to is drinking that now because it's it's so delicious and you can drink so much. Not it's also the uh, Digestion. No, I mean, I'll yeah, stick to red true. wine because it's my. It's also my workout. So two in one. And yeah, I like good. red wine too. Or, or vodka with carrot juice. What? Yeah, that's mm, also good. Interesting. Okay, try that. It's getting on the list. But you have to to use a freshly. Sure. Fresh carrot juice. Uh, carrot yes. juice. Yeah. I have a juicer at home. Me too. But I don't use it because cleaning it is. Ugh. The it's worst fucking thing to do. It is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we know your favorite snack and drink, and now we need your favorite tour song or like your favorite song, road song, road song in general. When you get in a car and drive somewhere, or when you hop on a plane to fly to LA, what's the song that you listen to? That's a good question. Uh, and it's also going to be the outro of the podcast episode, so choose wisely. It has to be better than the Quinto Rocco with the Give Man a Chance, and this is very hard to do. Yeah. I have so <laughs> many favorite songs. Um, if you could listen to one, only one song for the rest of your life, which one would it be? That doesn't make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first one that comes to your mind? My, my favorite song right now is, I think, because I'm listening to, to a lot of friends and stuff right now, it's, I think it's, it's the way I feel. Oh, the way nice. I feel. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good okay. one. Yeah. I love Rancid too. Rancid. Damn, <laughs> everybody. Lars, if you listen to this, I love you. Get me on the guest list. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm serious about it. Uh, yeah, that's a very good pick. I would yeah, have picked that too. That will be a great outro. Is there anything else we need to ask you? Would you ever want to go on tour with a band, like a month long or maybe a few months long tour? Yeah, I always want to go on tour with NoFX, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, maybe you should get on yeah. it before they, before they stop. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe after two days you'd be like, fuck it, I'm out of here, what's that? Like, yeah, I think it's not that that's crazy anymore that it was back in the 90s. I read the book. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like I, I think no effects would be cool, and I would also go on tour with Blink One Eighty Two. I would do, yeah, yeah. I would do it too. Uh, mm. 
Yeah. Bring Tom back. That's all I'm saying, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I love Skiba, but he belongs yeah. to Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Skiba yeah. is... But he is Alkaline Trio. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing him in Overwork. Pew. Yeah. Any, any other band that you would go on tour with? Ruskaya. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, sure. Ruskaya. Nice. Ruskaya. Imagine going on tour with us. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we poop on tour buses. Just a fair warning. <laughs> so that... I don't know. Have you listened to the other episodes? Yes. Yeah, one or two, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. and you still wanted to come? <laughs> sure, why not? I, I really thought you didn't. Well. <laughs> right, I, well, we're very glad that you made the time and that you. Of course, anytime. Yeah, thank you for coming. It's a big pleasure and an honor, of course, yes. having you. And we're going to promote Spamfest next year on our socials, on, on the Everywhere. podcast. Everywhere. Thank you. Show. I'm going to wear a poster of Spamfest <laughs> on yes. my body everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to write I'm Spam be, I'm on gonna our I'm going to be foreheads. a walking billboard. <laughs> yeah, that the lineup is going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so Wednesday, which is when the podcast is out on Tuesday, tomorrow. which means tomorrow. Mm. Wednesday, first lineup, um, uh, first bands of the lineup are going to be out. So that's mm. exciting. Yeah. Also, make sure you get the tickets fast when they're on sale at some point in the future. Because yeah, we're going to do the, the record sales on Wednesday as well. Oh. But just, just early birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so get your you tickets. Be fast about it. And now we're going to listen to uh, Rancid. Yes, we are. Thank you, Stefan. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for your time. Say that I'm different, the only thing different is the way I feel about you.